Howdy folks, welcome to Dance Fever episode 255. We are Southern West Virginia's premier, preeminent, longest lasting, and only dance competition show, fan podcast. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. And we have some world of dance talk for you. But first, let me tell you about a couple things that I ran into today in my perusings. First off, apparently sometime soon, Lifetime is going to be airing Lifetime School of Dance involving children between the ages of 9 and 15. They had a casting call last month. That's all there is so far. I don't really find any listing for a show of that name, so we'll see by the time it airs. Perhaps it will change. And some World of Dance news. The qualifiers will go on until July 24th. Then, starting August the 1st, the show will start airing the duels, and it will move nights from its current Tuesday. Yeah, I think it's on Tuesdays. Okay. I to, thought it was Wednesday. To Wednesday night. And it will go from 10 to 11 to 8 to 10. Cool. For the remainder... So two hours instead of one. Exactly. For the remainder of the season, the entire season of which is 16 episodes. So we're getting ready to talk about episode three mm-hmm. as we have episode four in the can to talk about. That gives us 12 more for the season. That's six more than last season. Last season was just 10 episodes. And... They were all an hour long, Mm -hmm. but they told us because it was so popular, they would go to two hours, and everybody's been like, well, where are you two hours? Well, there it is. From the 1st of August to the end of the season, all the episodes will be two hours. Cool. But this episode of Dance Fever, we are talking about season two, episode three of World of Dance. And it was only an hour. Yes. So our show's going to be short. Well, not so short. Well, it'll be short. Okay. And I will say that they finally got to what I'm used to seeing from the first season of World of Dance for the quality of dancers. It was a little lesser because we commented on how the first week was so wow and the second week was so wow. The third week was a little less wow. Let me also throw out, uh, now that we're a good three minutes into the show, uh, there may be some sound quality differences. We're using different mics. Uh, I believe the gain is a little different, so it will come across as a higher volume on your end. Perhaps a little issue with the quality that I'll be able to work out. The volume itself, um, nothing can be done except the volume of the listening because my volume is as controlled as it can be on my end for recording. So if we're coming across and we're blasting you guys, just jack down your volume a little bit. Uh, I apologize if we're louder than other shows because I know that typically my volume is set no matter what podcast I listen to and some are loud and some are not. So I apologize in advance. I'll try to do what I can in post, but I don't know that I'll be able to do that much. I can start whispering. Uh, no, don't whisper. Because okay. we don't know what that sounds like. We we didn't test whispers. No. 
Whispers. Who do we know as Whispers? He's a character on a TV show. Who is that? Oh, on um, Sense8. Whispers mm-hmm. is, yeah, okay, excellent. If you ever get the chance to watch Sense8, guys, you have got to watch Sense8. That is, for me, the top show of the past probably three to four years. Okay, sorry. Good Karma Hospital. Sense8. No. What about Expanse? Okay, Sense8. there's too many shows. Yeah, I know. Episode 3, World of Dance. They started out with Ruggeds, which was a hip-hop group. You don't have to talk softer. You can just talk your normal voice. I thought I was talking my normal voice. Now you're kind of holding back, but okay. okay. Don't worry about the mics. I'll do what I can and we'll adjust. might take us like a year, but we'll get it worked out. Hip-hop. The Ruggeds. They danced to Fat Boy Slims right here, right now. And they were okay. They were your standard, no really wow, nothing really new moves for me. And they only got an 83.3, which I thought was nice. Exactly what they needed to get. And they're competing in the upper division. Yes. And then Josh and Taylor came out and did a hip-hop piece. Dancing to the Marion Hill remix of Billy Elisha's Bellyache. This was clever. We really liked it. We yes. it was if Josh choreographed this, then oh, he will be goodness. an excellent chore- choreographer in his career because Already this was really is. really cute. Yeah. It was clever. It was good. They did a really good job. I was expecting less from them when I saw them come out. Yeah, I was quite pleased yeah. that that they did what they did. They got a ninety three point three. Well deserved, I thought. Competing in the junior division. Next was Locke and LOL crew. They're Lock from and Cor- lull. They're from Korea. And they danced to Song of Unknown Origin, because it's not listed on the wiki that I'm looking at. <laughs> I, and let me say, I don't know these songs, so if this wiki is wrong, as I uh, talk about the sounds, the sounds, songs, doorstop, I apologize. Doorstop is between Terry Ann and I. Um, if it's wrong and, and I'm saying something gooberish. My pronunciation is already going to be gooberish as it is for some of this <laughs> stuff. but otherwise, and, and I hope gooberish isn't offending anybody. I don't know of any goober nationality or religious order called goobers in, in using that. So that's – I, I just apologize to everybody about everything. I'm telling it, you. It's shush. just – you know, I, I'm shush. just – I'm sorry. Goodness. Okay. I didn't say that Locke and LOL were locking people, but that's what they did. They did some locking, and it was – a little amateurish, but they were so cute and so synchronized. They got an 81. They barely passed. Very simple choreography, yeah. I thought. But the synchronicity was yeah. beyond on point, compared, particularly compared to some of these other mm. multi-unit groups. Their synchronicity was just, man. Michael Demeski came out next. He's from Australia, and he's a contemporary dancer. Dancing to Sean Mendez's Mercy in the upper division. And he won a competition for dance in Australia. Was it So You Think? I think it's their So You Think You Can Dance kind of thing. Like many years ago, we, we mm-hmm. thought it was just like. And he came the last to America to continue his dance career and hasn't really had that big an opportunity. But he was actually very, very good. And everybody was like, where, where have you been? Very good. He was very good. 92.7. Now, now we're kind of. 
in an interesting situation, Terry Ann and I, as we watch, because we're watching this and uh, we just finished watching So You Think Season 14 and we're watching the auditions for So You Think Season 15. So the majority of our comparisons when we watch World of Dance People, particularly single dancers, is going to be to people who have competed on or who are trying out for So You Think. And I know while we were sitting here watching, both of us were talking about, dude needs to try out. Mm-hmm. He, he needs to well, walk. We've said that on several different occasions on several different people. It's like, man, they need to just go to So You Think. walk across the street. They need to go over there. Walk, walk a block down, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. to, and just, they need to try out for So You Think. Next out were LD Dance Company doing a, they were a troupe, doing a samba. Dancing to Don Omar's Danza Kuduro. They're competing in the upper team category. And it wasn't anything wow. It was not bad, but it wasn't as good as other groups have been. Right. And they it's, only got a 74.3, and they were rather sad, of course, but they were the only group to not go through, I can tell you that, for this for this evening. And, and it's, it's kind of interesting because you they have this grading system, uh, and it's it's essentially blind, but basically the judges watch, and then they rate on, what is it, 1 to 20 in five categories? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they mm-hmm. do? And so you think that that, um, what they're trying to do is prevent the judges from comparing act to act by doing this. Right. However, when the judges make comments like something is not strong enough to win or it's not strong enough to whatever, then they are making a direct comparison yes. with what they have seen. And I think that's what LD Dance Company fell victim to. The people who have been passed through to the televised portion of this show, as well as the finalists that they saw week after week after week on the first season, are at a level that LD was not. Mm-hmm. And that's what they got compared to. They didn't get ju- and none of these acts get judged strictly on what the judges just saw in five categories on a scale of one to twenty. Because when you know you you have people like Neo that talk about a million dollar winning performance, or Jennifer wanting to be wowed, or well, how do you do those things if you have nothing else to compare to? Right. You know, you. we say this on Dancing with the Stars. How is Dance This a seven and a half, but Dance That is a nine? Or how can you give the first dance a ten when you haven't seen any other dances? Mm-hmm. To me, they are only looking at that dance when they give those Well, grades. if we're going to talk about grading so. and, and, and different dance shows... Dancing with the Stars makes me mad because those who have dance in their background of some sort, like most Olympic athletes that are like skaters oh. or something like that, mm-hmm. they've had dance as part of their training. And we found out even some of the um, luge and, other, and football players have had some sort of dance in order to get them right. more able to move their feet. And they grade those people. They, they, they give them 
scores based upon what they think they should be able to do because yeah. they have that. Yes. It's like, no, you can't give Mr. Off the Street, who you know has had no dance, a nine, and he danced like crap. And give someone who you know has had a certain amount of dance in there, and give them a seven because you expected them to do better. Merle That's not right. Or a gymnast. That's not right to expect them to do right. better. Which should all be equal. Kind of the opposite of what they're doing here on World of Dance. Yeah, they're they're judging to a preconceived mm-hmm. notion there. But that, that's just something – the reason I say that is it's just something that occurs to me as I hear these judges on World of Dance speak. It's like, well, you you can't say those kind of things with just one. Mm-hmm. You have to be saying them in in regards to in a comparison. In context everybody, yeah. You know, and, and that's – that's not yet. Now you'll have the duels and you'll have all these other things, yes. But these, that's why in order to move on, you have to have an 80. That, that's all they say. And it's. And, and I'm not saying that that's a problem with the show. or it, that That's a problem with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, the judges have to have that in mind. But these are not professional judges either. They don't make their livings doing this. So they're not that level of professional as far as the judging comes. Okay, enough of that. Sixth act out, sixth is the Rascals, and they did hip-hop. They are a junior team dancing to Travis Barker's Let's Go. And they were on point and concise and synchronized and nothing really new, but they were all of that other well enough to get an 84.7. Yes. And then the last... Um, Did you say what you needed to get to move on in this round? 80. Did you say it? Yeah. I, I think I said, okay. You did. Yeah. I did too. Later, but... I thought. Okay. Electrobots is our last group. <laughs> they are competing in the upper division, and they danced to our youngest son's favorite group, Owl City, and their song, Fly- Fireflies. Actually, it's him, but either way. And Electrobots is exactly like what you think they would be. They were the robot-esque type hip-hop moves. Very synchronized, very together, very um, improvisational There you go, big word. Spell that. I-M-P-I. And they got an 89, which I felt was about right from what they did. I thought it was a little high. Did you? Bobby just lost. I kind of liked it. Eh, either way, I mean, I, I think that they deserve to go on, yes. But, yeah, so, okay. So we'll, we'll see them more. Okay. That, that's cool. Okay. And that's the end of the show. Not our show. The end of the World of Dance show. It well, still has some more stuff to say about our show. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's... Uh, that's We're getting close to the end of done our Done with, show. like, the meat of our show. Yes. We just have that bone, like, at the yes. end of the pork chop there. Actually, it's more of the gristle. Does it gri- we have some gristle to share with you. I don't think people want you to share gristle. Okay. You can share bone because you can make other stuff from it. Stock. A good pork stock. Oh, man, we had such an awesome dinner tonight prepared by Terry Ann. Sorry. DeliberateNoise.com slash Dance Fever is our website. While you're there, check out the other Deliberate Noise shows. I'm sure you will find something to your liking. If not us, 
or as well as us. Either way, Dance Fever is on Google+, Facebook, and Twitter if you want to leave comments in any of those places. Google+, and Facebook, you search it as two words, Dance Fever. On Twitter, you search it as one. But no matter how you search, if you don't spell fever, F-E-V-R-E, you're not going to find us. And while you're spelling it, dancefever at gmail.com is the email address, should you wish to communicate that way. We will talk to you again, episode 256 and World of Dance season 2, episode 4, coming at you shortly. Talk to you then. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a deal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license. 